What's going on, everybody? This is JVP from the Post Game Report podcast. So, a friend of mine brought up, brought up Cyberpunk on Twitter. And because of that, we had a great discussion. Now, this individual I know personally. So, the discussion we had, this, there was no beef behind it. There was no malice. I was just responding on what he wrote. And so, because this particular uh, subject was right up my alley, I know how this video game industry runs. I've been part of it since 2005. I am, at one point, what you would call one of those influences back in the days. Uh, I'm not that now, and I don't consider myself that now, but I've been covering the industry for a long time. I haven't been serious about it in the last five, six years or whatever. But it's the same shit, right? So he brought up a situation where with Cyberpunk, at one point, uh, journalists, media, YouTubers, podcasters were really hyped about Cyberpunk. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But then he was saying that people should, in essence, remember that they were duped. That, you know, the people covering Cyberpunk and playing the preview, getting access that we normal folks were not able to get, that they were duped into thinking that this was going to be a good game. So, now we're talking about people who claim to have years of industry experience, and there are people that I know have decades of video game coverage of, of industry experience, covering video games, going to events, podcasting, you name it, right? And so knowing this, I had to speak up because I know some of those people and I know that they're intelligent. And for him, for this guy to say, oh, they were duped. I was like, no, no, I got to disagree. That's nothing but an excuse. It doesn't deserve any excuses. So his point was, hey, you know, they, they were in a controlled environment. They played a controlled preview and they based it on that, which, in my opinion, wasn't helping the argument. Well, his side of the argument. Because my point was either they played a demo, which they did, or they played the complete version that I played and complete it, which is still a mess. I said, either way, if they based their praise on either one, then that doesn't really bode well for those individuals. And that all I'm hearing is an excuse because they should know better. So he re basically repeated, oh, it was a controlled environment. It was a demo, blah, blah. Basically repeating what I said, and once again, not really helping out his point. So I reminded him that, hey, look, man, I know how this game works more than most people. And I know for a fact that these companies do this. This is what they do. They control the environment. Either I've play tested games. I had to sign NDAs. I've previewed games. 
that they, where they told me, listen, this is all you can talk about. So this is what happened with the people who played preview versions or previewed cyberpunk. And for that, you can't blame them. They have to talk about what they played. Fair enough. But when you start making excuses that they were, they were duped, it's like, dude, I didn't want to bring up the merchandise that was sent to these people as well. I didn't want to go there, but I had to prove a point. These people had early access. They also received merchandise surrounding the cyberpunk game. And they were pretty freaking excited to show it off on their social media. So automatically they put themselves at a, in a, in a, in a level above us, right? Whether it's on purpose or not. And so people have to depend on their word, right? Because we're looking for information on this game and we want to know if it's good or not. Plain and simple. And according to some, it was the most amazing game they ever played. But it was the PC version. It wasn't the console version. So we wanted to know what was up with the console version. If there's a next generation version out. So we found out that they couldn't play the console versions because they were not ready or they just didn't want to show it. That's not a good sign. And... The paranoia was legit because a lot of us who were waiting to play that on the PlayStation 5, number one, we're still waiting for a patch. That is for next-gen consoles. And it was filled with bugs and glitches. I was very fortunate to finish the, the campaign with probably three bugs. Nothing that really... You know, there was one point where it crashed during uh, a, the beginning of, of uh, a, a new section of the game, but I was very fortunate. So I played it, completed it. I just ran through the single-player campaign. I actually enjoyed it. So to me, once I finished it and I got a refund for it, that was it, right? Every once in a while, I would pay attention, see when the next-gen version is coming, and then see if I could pick it up for cheap so that I could play it on the PlayStation 5 and complete all the side quests. So when I saw this individual bringing up Cyberpunk again and then bringing up how people should give, <laughs> you know, certain influencers, media types, some slack way after the freaking fact, you know, like that, that was old news. Like all of a sudden he brought that up. So I was like, nah, nah, I, I can't let that slide because now you're asking, either you're asking the audience to ignore what happened or you're blaming the audience for what happened. Now, I know that's not what he was doing because all in all, as he stated, it comes down to CD Projekt Red, which is the truth. But you can't tell people, hey, these people that had early access, these people that had merchandise that nobody else was able to get, these people that got review copies for free, you got to give them some slack because they were duped 
by CD Projekt Red. Meanwhile, these individuals have years of experience and have seen publishers and developers lie through their teeth before and get hammered for it. The thing was that after CD Projekt Red did what they did, these same individuals said nothing about it. There was no ramifications that CD Projekt Red had to face. You know, no outrage from these same people that were given the merchandise, that were given the free copies, that were given the early previews. Nothing. They were really freaking quiet. Now, some of them did admit like, oh, my God, this is broken. You know, the, the console version is broken and this is unacceptable. But there were no articles about it. The same people who were praising it just stood really fucking quiet. And that's what people noticed the most. They were supposed to represent us, be our eyes and ears. And instead, they just sat back in the background and let us deal with whatever we had to deal with, whether we bought it or not. None of these influencers went on their YouTube channel and said, listen, guys, don't buy this game. None of them said that. I would have. I would have said, don't buy this game for, well, let me rephrase it. Don't buy the console version for it. I would have told people that right off the bat. I would have told them to wait for the console version to be reviewed and then make your purchase decision. None of these people said that. None of these people that we depended on to represent us in this situation, none of them said, hold off on buying this game because it doesn't seem right that the console version is not ready. Those are the things that people notice, and those are the things that people were getting on them for. Of course, whenever you see people going to previews, whenever you see people getting uh, free merchandise and stuff, you're always going to have people who are going to talk shit. But it's what they do and, and how they represent or, or how they cover the event is what people want to know. Is what people are interested in, like the majority, right? You're going to get your haters no matter what. You're going to write the best freaking article, write the best review on a certain game. It doesn't have to be cyberpunk. People are just not going to like your stuff. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just how it is, right? But the majority of people, right? We're not talking about the 2% of haters. We're talking about the, the 98% of people who follow a certain individual or individuals. Those are the ones that you should pay attention to and try to do the best work you can. Now, this individual that I'm talking about, um, he knows I'm proud of him. He's making a living writing about video games, a legit living writing about video games. And he knows I'm very proud of him because I remember when he was write, uh, writing for a fan site. So he did his thing put his time in and now he gets paid to do something he loves. So it's not about me trying to call somebody out, me trying to hate on somebody. It's just me knowing the industry and saying, no, 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 I'm not going to let excuses fly in this, in this situation because it's not right for those of us who had to go out there and pay and basically, uh, 
fend for ourselves when it came to deciding on whether to buy this game or not because there were people who bought it early and were revealing all the bugs and everybody stood shut. Everybody who previewed it, everybody who reviewed it, they stood shut. They didn't say, guys, listen to these people. <laughs> Hold off on purchasing, right? That's, that's how I am. I don't care about my relationships with publishers or developers. What I care about is how I represent my audience. And if they could take something that either they learned or take a bit of information, if they could take that with them that helps them out in a purchasing decision or trying to learn a new hobby, then I did my job. To me, that's more important than trying to, pee to appease a developer and keep a friendly relationship with these people. And, and, and a lot of these influencers did not hide the fact that they were really friendly with, these, with CG Project Red in this case. So people see this and automatically they're like, wait a minute, why are you not reporting this information? And to be fair, with the console version, they had their hands tied. They, they, did, they couldn't play it because CD Projekt Red wasn't letting them. So there were a lot of people who couldn't understand that. Someone like me, I understood that, and that was a huge red flag. So yeah, that was my interesting conversation on Twitter. And once again, this is how growing up, my friends and I used to talk about video games. We would have these debates. Sometimes we would be yelling at each other. Right? It would be right in front of this, the building, standing on the steps of the front of the building, arguing over video games. And then when the argument or the debate was done, we went and played some video games. <laughs> we went to somebody's house. Either, either we went, grabbed some Chinese food, some pizza, went to somebody's house and started playing video games. That's how it was. And to me, this is how it felt, right, with this individual. I'm not going to name names because I don't want people to think that I'm trying to call anyone out. So, yeah, that, there's room in social media to have a disagreement, talk about it, and then be an adult, and, and allow people to, you know, go about their business. So you don't have to be offended. You don't have to take it personal. You can simply talk as an adult and, and go on with your life after it's done. There's people who just don't comprehend that shit. So maybe me and this individual, maybe we were an example to, to his followers and to my followers and on how two adults can talk on uh, disagree in this case on social media and still maintain a friendship. Hopefully you guys learned it <laughs> or, or his people learned that. Um, I know that there, there might be a few people who will jump on me that are in his followers uh, or his follow list. And it's not, the, it won't be the first time where I've, you know, he and I have talked and people all of a sudden are telling me, oh, you're old for the, for the console wars or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even tell them that he and I are friends because it's like, 
all right, you want to talk shit, let's go. Then I have fun with it. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm not one for excuses. And I'll let people know, hey, that's an excuse. That's what friends are for, you know? We, we, we're supposed to let each other know uh, and freely disagree and have conversations. That's what friendship's all about. So anyway, I'm JVB. I hope you enjoyed this new episode of the Postgame Report. Until next time. Later.